0: Right, Bring yeah. it in. Oh. Yes. Love it. Yes. Do it. Do it. Yes.
1: Bing is for doing, and we are doing the AfterBuzz TV Suits After Show. Now, I don't, I, you know, my name is Tara Johnson. Get that out of the way. I'm just too excited. My name is Tara Johnson, and I'm just excited to be here. And I have the lovely with me today. I
2: am Tiana Hobson. Tiana Hobson. Nice to see everyone today.
1: And, and the suitors are in the house. The
2: suitors are here.
1: Suitors convene because Suits After Show is in the house. Now, right off the bat. What did you think of this mid this mid season? We're doing a mid. <laughs> we've had this conversation. We're doing a mid season premiere, so it is season two, episode eleven, "Blindsided." I liked it.
2: I'm. I was just so excited for Suits to be back on the air because <laughs> I felt like, yay! I mean the. I guess the summer finale episode had me on the edge of my seat absolutely. the whole time with the whole vote and everything mm-hmm. so to kind of see everything coming in and like we're getting right back into it they didn't waste any time they went straight for the action and I loved it
1: absolutely wasted no time so maybe we should recap a little okay. bit what happened at the end of season two the summer season two episode ten everything happened it went down <laughs> well mike mike's grandmother Grammy who She's are so sweet. Can she come back like in fantasy like, dream dreams world or something? Maybe she because, can haunt him? Oh, <laughs> Grammy <laughs> is amazing. So unfortunately Grammy passed away and Mike is reeling from her death because the day before she passed away he canceled dinner on her because he was working so hard. And he is reeling. Rachel helped him put the funeral together. She's always by his side. Oh Rachel. Yeah girl. But at the funeral his friend Tess an old childhood friend came back to visit and it seems as if they shared a lot of first that together, together. first what did she say drink, smoke, sex. sex. Yeah, <laughs> she laid it out there. So Tess came back. Mike and Rachel had this moment in the file room where they got pretty intimate and
2: office romance. Right? I mean, that was hot.
1: They were all up they in were those file those cabinets
2: banging against the walls and stuff. Hello. <laughs>
1: Hello. <laughs> Mike Ross got moves. Hello. But Rachel stopped it. She put the kaputs on it because she was saying, you know, when bad things happen, people make bad decisions. That's not how I want this to go down. Mm -hmm. But when she changed her mind and she decided, maybe I do want to make a bad decision. She knocks on Mike's door and Mike opens it. And he has the afterglow of making a bad decision with (laughs) Tess. Who's married. Thank you very much. Tess is a married woman. Like what? What is going on, Tess? What Mike talk about making a bad choice right Here we there. Go. Mm-hmm. Hell to the night. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Boom. you. Yes. So Mike is having sexing it up with the married woman. Back at the firm, Mike, Jessica, Harvey put their heads together and they got rid of Daniel Hardman yet again. Yay for them. But you know what? Daniel said, um, don't think back. this is the end. Yeah. Now, I will be back.
2: I mean, he's a lawyer. He's going to fight. There you I go. mean, it's kind of like he's making appeal after appeal after you know. And, losing and the you case. And you exhaust all the yeah, exactly. And then
1: everyone remembers, though, good old Lewis, <laughs> initially sided with Daniel. So Lewis is firm enemy number one right now
2: he he, kind of put it on himself. They told him at the end of the day, if you're not on the right side of this vote, you will pay for that. No doubt. And he's going to pay for it. Jessica made it perfectly clear. I mean, when Jessica tells you... I mean, it's one thing for Harvey to threaten Lewis. You know, he does it all the time. That's every day. Yeah, that's every day. That's just their relationship. But when Jessica comes down and is like, listen here, I'd be more scared of Jessica than I am of Harvey. I'm just more Any scared day. of
1: Jessica, Jessica every day. Yeah. She's like head woman in charge, intelligent, gorgeous, Gina Torres. Let me just, if I had a hat on, I'd tip it off to <laughs> you. Let me just tell you. Amazing, balls performances, all these actors. Mm-hmm. So, as we said before, season, this episode opens up and it's a week after all of that goes down. Mike is still at home, sexing it up with, the, with Tess, smoking it up, but they're realizing they have to go back to real life. Like, how do you come back from that? You're going to go back to the firm, you're sleeping with this girl, you never had a husband.
2: <laughs> you have this girl who you kind of had an office romance with, who's also at that point was his best friend. Right. And probably his only friend who you screwed over. So she's going to be mad at you. Like you're coming, walking into kind of like a pit or something like that. Right. You're, and
1: you're, you're still screwed. reeling from Grammys. Yeah. You know. So he comes back to the office. Harvey says, first case takes him over to one of his client's mm-hmm. houses, Jillian. Her son, 20 years old, made a horrible mistake, hit someone last night driving, and then runs away. Mike goes, for, like, Mike goes in. Yeah. Immediately, asking the questions. Are you drinking? If we asked everybody else at the party, would they say you were drinking? If we checked your car for beer bottles, what would we find Like, and Liam was like, no, no, no.
2: Which, I mean, I guess... Um, I guess you could say that um, he was telling the truth I mean, I mean I would probably say no I mean my initial reaction is always going to be like defensively like, no 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 I was doing everything great right but sometimes I mean it happens but, I mean but Harvey didn't want him to ask the questions yeah, didn't want him at to all ask the questions he didn't want to ha-
1: ask him the questions at all because he knew if something happened and he answered the wrong way he would possibly have to put him on the witness stand and he'd have to testify to all of that so that was strike number 1 against Mike. Yeah. But Mike was like, "No, you know, Harvey's like, "This is too sensitive to you. Mm-hmm. You know, this is too close. Grammy just passed away. This is exactly how your parents got killed." And Harvey says to him, "I don't I think you shouldn't do this case." And Mike says, "I'm
2: completely on board."
1: Me, my opinion, Harvey's mistake number 1.
2: Yeah, Harvey should have and made him not on this case. It was too close. It's way too close to home, especially after, I mean, you can tell, it's only been a week. His gram, his Grammy raised him. So you know they were close. You know that he is missing her and still dealing with the grief from that. And on top of that, you're dealing with the kid who killed someone the same way your parents were killed and like, you haven't let that go either. No. So yeah, Harvey needed to nip that in the butt from the start.
1: And you could tell just by the way Mike asked those questions the way when Liam said I hit someone and then drove away just the way Mike's face reacted you could tell he was reliving everything from Grammy passing away to when his parents got killed when he was, what, seven, I think yeah, it was. was seven. You know, all of that. He was reliving all of it. And he just went to <laughs> autopilot with those kind of questions. It yeah. was just he was in a daze. Mm-hmm. And I know he wants to be back as quickly as possible and be as great as possible. I mean, he's a high-powered New York non-attorney. Of,
2: <laughs> fake or, attorney. Fake attorney. <laughs> but
1: this one, you might, you know, I think you should have passed on this one. yeah And this was, I hate to say it, love me some Harvey. All day long, you can wear a suit like and nobody's business. <laughs> but you were wrong on this one. Yeah. Harvey, it was Harvey's the partner. You're the associate. He should have made the call,
2: and he should have made the call. He was in the wrong, but I do like how he was kind of secretly keeping an eye on him. I mean, it was it was Mike or it was Harvey kind of being in that fatherly type of role, like to Mike, like he usually is, you know, the guy who's like, okay, I'm going to let you go off and make all these mistakes. But I'm going to be right here to like catch all of them and like clean up your messes as you move along.
1: But I think what's happening in these episodes is you're right. I love the fact that Harvey plays kind of the big brother father type of role. But Mike's mistakes are becoming bigger and bigger And the consequences are coming bigger and bigger. Like, this one was a pretty big payoff. Yeah. The fact that in order to clean up the mess, Harvey had to bring in someone else completely, had to have Jessica come in yet again (laughs) and and put the kibosh on Lewis having an associate, which really is tradition at the law firm for a senior partner, which, again, now raises another eyebrow to Lewis saying, what is it about this Mike Ross kid?
2: Like why? Why do we kind of bend the rules for this guy every single time? Every single time, and I get nothing,
1: <laughs> nothing. Poor Lewis. <laughs> well, I mean, Lewis did get a little I something mean, in this episode, but we'll talk <laughs> yeah, about we'll
2: talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Weirdness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we find out Liam hits this guy Albert Chung, who is an art school dropout. Um, it seems as if he was fleeing the scene. It Dressed all in black. So this takes Liam's possible charges from being a felony to now a misdemeanor, which could be community service and a fine. So Harvey says, you go back to the ADA, Katrina. Work this out with her because all she sees is bringing down the senior partner because we know Harvey's had (laughs) his troubles with the ADA in the past. Yes. And what would you think about Katrina when she said... I'm just going to ask you, you know, your plea is reasonable. I'll Mm -hmm. make sure it goes through. If you help me get, do what Harvey did.
2: I, I would, I didn't know how to feel about her in that moment because at first I was thinking, okay, we're going to have, you know, this girl who's going to be kind of trying to take down Harvey, you know, win case, like every case against Harvey she's going to want and try to like bring him down that way. But then when she asked for the job, that threw me because I didn't see that coming Right. And I didn't know how to react to it. And uh, it was,
1: yeah. It was a pretty big risk on her part yeah. because, yes, Harvey's had his run ins with the ADA back in, I think, was that the first, the first season, season or the second season? But even still, Harvey could have gone back and said, yo, you, one of your associates is trying to because I didn't I didn't take it as a favor. She would mm-hmm. try to make some guy like, asked you for a favor. It did not come
2: across to me as a favor it's at all. Kind of sounded like a bribe to me all day long. That's what I'm going with because I was like, did she just bribe him? Or try to, to bribe him. Yeah, try to bribe him. Like, hey, I'll do this for you, and in return, you're going to make sure that I get a job? I was like, can you do that as a lawyer?
1: I don't really think don't you're supposed the... to do that, period.
2: It's <laughs> like, I don't know the, the rules in this game, but it sounds a little fishy. It sounds a lot fishy yeah. to me, and she took a big risk. I'm not really sure
1: why she chose... Mike Mm -hmm. to make that choice because she was coming completely different when she talked to Harvey. Harvey, she was hard nosed, like, what would you do? I'm trying to be a female version of you kind of thing. And then with Mike she's like, okay, look, this is what I really want. It was kind of weird to me. It was weird. And Mike did not take it well. No. And Harvey assured him as long as we got the plea deal (laughs) we're good. I'm not hiring another associate. I can't stand the one I have right now. (laughs) But then he says, we have to settle the case. Yeah. Go in front of the Chung family. And again, Mike says, I can handle this.
2: Because Mike is still reliving his childhood. You know, the lawyer who came to his family. And, you know, it is an awkward time to try to settle with a family when they're still going through that grief because clearly the guy had just died probably days before. So they're still kind of trying to do that. And so I see where Mike didn't want Harvey to go in there and be Harvey. Right. And, you know, take advantage of their vulnerability. Do the Harvey push. Yeah, do the Harvey push of like yeah, this is the greatest deal ever. And then, you know, three months later they wake up and realize, wait, we could actually use a little bit more than this. So I see where Mike's head was in the right place. But I I still wouldn't have I would have had Harvey go with him maybe yeah. just to like monitor the situation but I think it was a good deed that he did give him give the family more than they needed.
1: But not not if you're a lawyer and you're yeah, representing not if you're, your client. Like Harvey was dead on about this is the right time to settle this case because lo and behold, fine, we've gotten Liam off criminally, but there could be a huge civil case. Mm-hmm. Fine. We know this family's well off or whatever. So Harvey was dead on. Let's handle this. Let's wrap it all up with a really nice bow as well, you know, yeah. as nice of a bow as we can get right now for our client's. And even though he was authorized to give (laughs) $100,000 and they asked for 20, Mike, (laughs) there's a big jump between 20 and 100. He didn't even try to negotiate. He didn't even like dangle a $30,000 carrot in front of their face. He went straight to
2: $100,000.
1: That's not in the best interest of the client.
2: He was not representing his client that well, but he's also not a real lawyer. So he does make his own rules all the time. And there's a good point. He he does it all the time. He bends those rules and it's like, man, a lawyer can't do that. And then you have to remember, oh, he's not a lawyer. He's pretending to be one, which yes. probably is worse to break the lawyer type of rules right. when you are, not a, are not a lawyer.
1: Mike plays a lawyer on television, but then he's playing a lawyer yeah. on television. <laughs> yeah, it's a little really complicated. But, I mean, you're right. He he breaks them all the time. He gets too personally involved. Way too personally involved. And I loved it when he said to Tess, I gave this family dignity, when you know, after they mm-hmm. signed the deal. But to me, it wasn't really... I By that time, I thought Mike was gone. It wasn't even about the Chung's any longer. I really thought it was really about him and his family mm-hmm. and trying to right that wrong that he couldn't do at a, as a 70-year-old boy.
2: Yeah, it definitely, definitely was that. Like, he went in there did his thing and it's like, yeah, like I feel better now because, you know, I helped them. And it's like, no, you actually just helped yourself. Totally. It was I mean,
1: he came across this episode with kind of this like self-righteous I think he used the term, there's a such thing as right and wrong.
2: mm -hmm. A lot.
1: But I felt as if his right and wrong was really writing and trying to right and wrong for himself. It was kind of selfish.
2: It was. He was pissing me off this (gasps) episode. I'll say it. Mike, you pissed me off this episode because you're coming in with a holier-than-thou type was, of attitude, oh. and these people, this whole firm, is risking their credibility and their licenses to back you, a fake lawyer. Over and over again. Over and over again, and you just keep pissing on them every time they try to help you out. And, yeah, I, I got very angry at the TV a couple times this week. <laughs> Did you? I was yelling at him.
1: Were you, he- were you yelling at Mike? I
2: was. But he was still cute. He was, he was so cute while he was pissing me off, though. You know, we're, we're fine. We're going to be we're, we're going to be fine. We're, we're again. working out yeah. our issues. But
1: he was too cute when he was pissing her <laughs> off. But I mean, I totally understand what you're saying. I think everyone else remembers all the time that Mike is not a lawyer. But Mike. Yeah, I think Mike forgets constantly. I am not a lawyer. And everything I do here is breaking the law over (laughs) and over again. And now he has Harvey over a barrel. He has Jessica. Mm -hmm. Because if it ever comes out that Jessica knew that he was not a lawyer or even had wind or whiff of it or anything, then you know Daniel Hartman's back. Yeah. And trying to take over the firm or back where we were
2: again or whatever. The whole thing all over again. All over again. And it's like, Mike, just listen to Harvey. He is the real lawyer. If he's telling you something to do for a client... He probably is right, because he's done this before. He knows what he's doing. He went to law school. Yeah, he did. Um, he, he did that. Right. You know, he, did, he, he actually did he that. He did the schooling. He didn't just go take the LSATs right. or the bar for a bunch of people. You know, <laughs> he, he didn't do that. He actually took the classes and did everything. So it's like every now and then i'm just like mike listen to harvey why are you not paying attention to this man who's risking his everything on you and i'm still not fully sure why but i'm very like i know why but it's like harvey you're a top lawyer why are you risking everything again that's a good point like does he ever question it too I think it's now, I mean,
1: I think now Harvey's so far in, he Mm -hmm. can't get out either, right? Because he knows Mike is intelligent. Mike is probably the best associate any, like, there are probably people in New York who wish they could create and clone a Mike Ross as an associate because he's, like, amazing, right? With that photographic (laughs) memory. Is it even a photographic memory, like... Is that beyond what Mike yeah, has? Yeah, it's
2: way beyond because he just never forgets anything. anything. Might be eidetic memory.
1: And oh. there you go. Are you are you watching? Are you reading Wikipedia? Is that what that is? No, oh.
2: she just <laughs> knows. just, knows. just know.
1: that's exactly what it's called. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> and that's why Marissa's in the house. <laughs> but he looking has, out for you, and, and I appreciate it so much. But he has this fantastic memory; will never forget anything. So he's a fantastic associate, but. You're right. I think he missed the part of law school where they kind of mold and shape your mind to think about the client as opposed to yourself. Yes. And he just infuses personal in there all the time. Yeah.
2: He for, he doesn't know how to emotionally check himself out so that he can get the job done. I've asked myself many times why they don't just send him to law school so that it's not a lie anymore. But then... I mean, I asked myself that a lot during, like, season one. Oh, right. You know, it was like, well, why don't they just send him to law school? Like, the firm can just pay for him to go to law school because this is a young, bright guy who's, like, who we want in here eventually. And we know that he can pass the bar and the LSATs with perfect scores. So just invest in your company. But then, but then the show wouldn't be as exciting. The show so. would be
1: as exciting. Remember, they There's only that.
2: hire from Harvard. <laughs>
1: yeah. Harvard doesn't have a night program. <laughs> so Mike would definitely have to, like, leave for three years. That might turn a couple heads. Yeah, it might
2: turn a couple
1: heads. I mean. Yeah,
2: I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. You know. I mean, it wouldn't be as exciting to watch. No. And
1: also, Mike, any man who looks as good as a, in a suit. Oh, as Harvey Specter does, you listen to any word he has to say. <laughs> or rather, I will listen to any word he has oh, yes. to say. Anything. And if you like the words that we are saying, just throw this in right now. If you like the <laughs> words that we are saying about this fantastic show Suits, then please check us out on iTunes. You can go to iTunes, you can download this podcast, subscribe for free, rate, let us know what you like, what you don't like. And also, since this is the first time that we are with you doing Suits After Buzz Show. There's tons of other shows that we do too. Like whatever you like, honey, we are doing it. So join in the conversation. And also, if you want to join into this conversation, call us at 424-256-1633. Is that right, Marissa? Dang, good I'm good memory. today.
2: Mm. Mike Ross Junior.
1: Thank you. Mike <laughs> is rubbing off on me. So I guess we. I mean, I, I guess we should wrap up like the case with Albert yeah. Chung. But fast forward. Liam confesses to Mike, lo and behold, that he was, you're right, he didn't lie. He wasn't drinking. He hadn't had a drop. He was just high as all out, smoking when he had the accident. And it just sends Mike into another place also.
2: And I think that's when Mike saw himself in Liam because Mike is a pothead. Totally. And this kid, you know, and Mike had just told Tess that he's been... Smoking pot for years and no one ever knew he was high. Right, most of the time. So he's a functioning, a functioning, a functioning. There you go. I can. There it is. Third time's the charm. There you go. <laughs> functioning pothead. Exactly. And that's exactly what Liam is kind of it's saying exactly that he, what he is. Said. So, I mean, then it's like, whoa there's that mirror there, Mike, and you're looking into yourself and you're getting mad at him, but you're really mad at yourself. Man in the mirror. I mean, this is like some Dr. Phil stuff right here. I'm talking about. Michael Jackson, man in the mirror. (laughs)
1: You gotta take a look at the mirror. No, it's true. Yeah, you do. It's 100% true because he was throwing out the words, it's right and wrong, you guys Mm -hmm. are wrong, this is the way you do it. And lo and behold, it takes Liam one sentence to stop Mike dead in his tracks to make him flip that mirror and look at himself. Yeah. Because Liam was screwing up smoking weed all the time Mike had and Liam had this great opportunity remember he told me mm-hmm. at the end you have this great opportunity you have to make your life worth this opportunity mm-hmm. that you have Mike's the same way Mike is the exact same like I don't know anybody else who's running from the cops possibly about to get busted for carrying what a briefcase <laughs> full of weed who happens to run into a, a conference room tells the truth tells this woman yeah I'm just running from the cops You get a chance to interview with one of the most highly powered lawyers in New York City, tell this guy, never went to law school, I just have this great memory, and then get a job at a top firm in New York? Dude, you got an opportunity. Talk about a blessing. What? You have an opportunity. Yes.
2: Like, get it together. Like Harvey tells him, get your stuff together. Get your stuff together. It's like, you gotta turn the switch again, get out of your little funk right now, and it's time to... Suit up and man suit, up. Yeah, man up. Be a suitor. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? I mean, don't get wrong. I understand exactly yeah. where it's coming from. It's a tragic situation, but as we said before, his mistakes are like the snowball effect mm-hmm. that trickles throughout this entire firm, and it's costing everybody big, huge. There we go. Might get it together. But another front that might needs to get it together is Rachel. Oh yes, she's pissed.
2: I. I don't know if I'd be. I feel like it's an awkward situation for everyone. But she kind of already justified it when she stopped them in the conference room. She said when, you know, something like this happens, people make mistakes and that's not what we should do. So clearly he was still in that vulnerable state of mind when he started hooking up with Tess.
1: You know, I feel about this situation like I'll take it all the way back to friends. They were on a break. (laughs) if they were on anything. That's all this was. They were on a break.
2: I, I did not I'm think sorry. of it like that, but that is very true. They I, were on a break. They were
1: on a break. If if they were even on a break because they were never really a couple. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Rachel. I'm a chick. Estrogen's flowing. <laughs> but I just don't see where you're justified in being this pissed off yeah, at this Yeah, you can sky. be hurt. You can, can be, be- slightly upset right
2: but you cannot be this angry
1: right as if he really is doing something as if he's cheating on you
2: yeah.
1: I mean and talking about being you know she was a little self-righteous how dare you be with a married woman I get all that it's a bad situation he made a wrong move but you're almost throwing that trying to throw that in his face to mm-hmm. say he's a bad person no Rachel no no, girl I'm sorry Rachel but and you know I love you I'm normally <laughs> on your side all day but on this one girl I'm sorry yeah. I can't mm Mm -mm. I don't uh,
2: I'm not feeling it but I loved how she came out and was like I'm actually a bad girl too I'm not as good as you think I am that was kind of I I was like right, Rachel you're getting it back a little bit
1: Yeah. when she said to him you have no idea what you passed up on I live to tell a man that let me just be honest with you I live to walk up to a man and say you have no idea what you passed passed up on bam boom with that attitude Ah, that's what I am (laughs) saying It's exactly right. No, she got him with that one. She did. But do you think they're going to be able to recover? Like, what do you think Mike can do in this situation?
2: I think that they have recovered from a lot Mm. in the past. I mean, they have had their ups and downs for a couple that's not a couple.
0: They have had
2: a lot of ups and downs. But I do think that they will be. I think they'll still, still bounce back from this. I mean, they're both clearly attracted to one another. They have a great chemistry together. They just got to get their timing worked out because when one's ready, the other one's not. When the other one's ready, Mike's sleeping with a married woman. It's like... What do you do?
1: But can they ever truly be together? Because remember before last season or earlier in this season mm-hmm. when Mike was like, I'm ready to do this. Rachel was like, I'm ready to do this. And Harvey reminded him, you can't do this. Like, because he said to her, he said to Harvey, in order to be with her, I have to tell her the truth. Yeah. Harvey's like, you can't ever tell the truth. Truth. And so, like, until he goes to law school and becomes a lawyer, if, it seems as if they cannot be together.
2: Yeah, that's true. I mean, when Harvey tells you no, because Harvey will find out if they were secretly well Donna yeah Donna is actually the one who would find out and then she'd tell Harvey so I love Donna Donna (laughs) Donna knows everything she knows everything everything in that office but yeah I mean I think it will be difficult but I do think eventually that they will they have to get them together I don't know they are like a Rachel and Ross I'm gonna make a
1: prediction early because I know we get to predictions Mm -hmm. later on I think it might be the last episode of this season before you see any fire again oh yeah
2: we're not going to see it anytime soon because mm-mm. it might be a little icy in that office. Yeah. for a little bit, tension high. Plus, you have new girl um, starting Katrina. Katrina. Mm. I don't know. Something might, look some at might, that one. Something might happen there. I'm not. Mm-mm. I mean, no. Mike's a good looking guy. Yeah, he is a cute. And he's single, so if he was in my office, oh, oh okay, <laughs> different office type of show. <laughs> so true office (laughs) confessions
1: but what happened with rachel's law or her lsat scores yeah we didn't get to hear anything about she got a fantastic lsat score 172 out of 180 Mm -hmm. so she really can go anywhere including harvard yeah so we haven't heard anything maybe that's going to be the cliffhanger yeah maybe it'll be like now i have to go away to school and Mm, i don't know i don't know (laughs) There's a lot of changes going on with this episode. We we find a softer side to Aww. a couple of people. How did you like Harvey's softer side with Zoe and Olivia, the oh little girl? Oh,
2: my gosh. My heart. I was swooning all over during <sighs> that part. Because when he, when he went to the little girl, I was just like, oh, okay, like, your niece is here. No big. Like, we'll just stay in and order a pizza and hang out. And, and watch like, Bugs Bunny. Yeah, watch Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Come on. Who, how old are you? <laughs> Do those cartoons even come I on know. anymore? But I, I just thought it was so cute. I mean, and the girl inside of every girl—just <sighs> your heart has to melt when you see that happening. This guy, like Harvey, who is amazing tough and like a fierce lawyer, who's just like you don't think he would be a kid-friendly right. type of person, and then he comes and it's just like, oh, okay, like playing with her, goes up to bed to kiss her good night because she wanted him to give her a good night kiss. I was like, oh talk about the perfect man. Harvey. Good job. Harvey, you have no idea
1: what you're doing over here. Yeah, man. You were doing it all over <laughs> that screen. It was nothing but good vibes. You know what nothing. I mean? Oh, It was so fantastic. He was casual. Mm-hmm. He was cute. He was definitely, I mean, he was just lovable and adorable. He was. Oh, do I'm, it, Harvey.
2: Yeah, I just want them to be together so badly now.
1: I know, and I like, I actually like her. Yeah. I like her character. I like that he shows his other side mm-hmm. when he's with her. But let me ask this question. What do you? How do you think Donna really feels? Ooh. Because the story between Donna and Harvey's never mm-hmm. really come out. But we know there's a story there. Aaron, the creator, we know there's a story <laughs> there. Drop the juice and let us know what the real story is. But we don't know what it is. No. But Donna said to him, why, why did it take so long for you to call her? Like, how do you think Donna really, really feels,
2: feels
1: about I, him going after this? I zo- mean,
2: I feel like Donna and Harvey have such a good chemistry also. They do. Where it's like that, there's always just that fine line that they're on where it's like a working relationship and then at any point it could tip over to be something more. So maybe Donna's just now starting to realize her feelings. Mm. Her true feelings for Harvey after the whole like her being away in the courtroom thing. Right. Yeah. You know, after that, that was I think fantastic. it's kind of made her start realizing maybe a little bit more. Mm. So maybe she's slightly jealous but still like his number one cheerleader for yeah you know his lifestyle but
1: because their relationship is great and they have fantastic mm-hmm. chemistry but it's not a brother sister chemistry oh, to me no. like i don't feel that type of brother sister that would be a very sick right. brother sister relationship it is heat between the two of yeah. them it really is their banter the way that they go back and forth like the way she knows what buttons to push she knows him she knows what he's going to do how yeah. he's going to react she looks out for him like no other. Mm -hmm. That is... I have a brother, honey. (laughs) It is not like that. Yeah. So it's there's definitely something there and I want to
2: know the story. I loved her power play when she was sitting in this chair, you know, before delivering the news. She's like, I wanted to be in a position of power when I told you. (laughs) I was like, yes, Donna. Get it, Donna. I wanted more Donna in this episode. I
1: want Donna in every Every episode. Every episode. She is...
2: Hands down, my favorite. She because is. She just comes in there and she gets, she's on top of her stuff. Yep. You know, she is the best assistant out there because she's even more than an oh, assistant, totally. though, Like, you can't call her a secretary or an assistant because she's so much more. Absolutely. And she means so much more to Harvey. Yeah.
1: And I think she's always in the position of power. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. When she left last season or, you know, episodes Those before, it the hardest
2: episodes of my life.
1: Harvey was a mess. Was a mess. He was. His life was just it was crazy. just out there with her crazy, you know, filing system that no one <laughs> else understood. But Harvey got it, and we got it. Donna, yes, was so happy. He's Donna, back. and then there was another in- interesting oh, type of relationship that happened in this episode. What about Louis Litt and
2: Sheila Saz? What? That what was, just, was that? That was just weird to me. It was so weird like I liked seeing Lewis, you know, like finally have a girl because I I don't know, during the first season I kind of thought that Lewis's character was going to end up being gay. Oh. I it ain't too it's not. Yeah, late. It's, not it's not too, too late. it's not too late. Um but seeing him with a woman, I was like, "Oh, okay, like I'm seeing Lewis in a new white and then she's like bring duct tape and a ski mask and coconut, well, and coconut oil." Coconut oil? And I was like, "What kind of freaky stuff are they about to get into?" I don't even know. I can't even explain
1: it. And I, the old adage in the South is, if it's that easy to get, you don't want it. And if somebody <laughs> tells you coconut oil, ski mask, and duct tape, you might not want it.
2: I mean, it sounds like either a crazy night in bed or someone's getting kidnapped. Or both. Or both. I don't know. You the, know what I mean? The duct tape is really scaring me. Get some fuzzy handcuffs or something instead. Some, but, but, like, duct tape? I don't that know. Is, that is serious criminal Wasn't stuff right Wasn't my there. favorite.
1: But I also didn't like it because I want to see Lewis in at least one situation where he is the powerful person. Mm -hmm. He is always the underdog. Harvey is always undercutting him and making an idiot out of him at the firm. You can tell it affects him. So when I saw the two of them sitting down at lunch and they were talking about hiring a new candidate, that's fine. But yet again he sets himself up to be dominated. Even in the bedroom, <laughs> Lewis. Talk about getting lit up. But Come I on.
2: But I like how he thinks that he's gonna be that he is the dominant one because he comes in and it's like, Oh yeah, me being powerful is sexy to you and you know, he's got this whole vibe to him, like, right. Yeah, I did this at work today and I did that and that and i'm such a powerful person but it's like no you're still being dominated even in this situation you don't realize that you're being dominated and he
1: just gives up so quickly yeah she's like no you will be dominated he's like okay yeah it's, he'll just take whatever he gets come on lewis i mean man uh see i didn't even say it i mean we know you want to be harvey honey it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen but i understand where you're coming from <laughs>
2: not gonna happen boo. because harvey
1: is yeah <laughs> I would want to be that, too. Um, but I but I want him to, I want to be, I want to see one situation. Remember last season or before when he was talking to his parents? Yeah. Like, in every situation in this man's life, he lost his cat. I mean, come on. Can we give him something?
2: I mean, can we throw him a
1: bone? Please.
2: He's got it rough, and things are only going to be worse for him now because of the whole vote oh, thing. yeah. So he's really got it coming with him. So I, I think he's got a lot to kind of get to. But I, I think it'd be interesting
1: to yeah. see what happens to
2: him. and It'll be interesting because now that he couldn't hire his candidate and she did say there is no Mike Ross, you know, she did around like maybe Lewis uh, will start snooping around to see what he can find out about Mike Ross. Because, you know,
1: it would be the biggest coup to him yeah. in his life. He would have all the power over Harvey. Totally. Totally. And Jessica.
2: Yes. I mean, but I don't think Lewis would put together that Jessica knew.
1: Not at first. Not at first.
2: So he'll just be holding it over Harvey. Right. But sooner or later it'll come out.
1: Yeah. All right. We're going to see what happens. I think we, we handled this yeah. one. From, so maybe we'll move on to a little news and gossip.
0: After hey. TV yeah. News.
1: Well, um, in anticipation of the premiere coming on on Thursday night, which I was glued to my couch, I can't even tell you. (laughs) I was like, don't talk to me, don't disturb me. The Suits cast, they were everywhere. And they did a big Q&A at the Paley Paley Center here in in L.A. But there was a couple of interviews with with each of the cast members as well as the creator. And they asked the creator of Suits, Aaron Koch, they said, what's your opinion, what's going to happen in these episodes? And he said, basically... What's gonna happen with Harvey? And he said, You never know, like Harvey's starting to get antsy, and I think he wants his name to be one of the names on the door. Ooh. And we will see Harvey maybe possibly make a couple of threats to Jessica about give me what I want or I'm out the door. Wow. See?
2: That's See that's when Harvey becomes like Mike, where he kinda like forgets how much Jessica has done for him and how much Jessica covers for his butt. Right. Where he like threaten stuff to her it's like come on you can't threaten jessica like she's holding together your everything right now
1: and jessica will crush you honey oh yeah you know that like she knows all of harvey's secrets mm -hmm. we don't even know him yet but i know she (laughs) i know it goes further than i saw this kid in the mailroom and thought he'd be great and supported him it goes deeper than that deeper so you know don't mess with jessica because
2: she will take her high six inch stiletto yeah harvey threatening jessica might not be the best Option might not be the might best not option. help you get your name on that door, but yeah. no, I, I I would like to see his name on the door. I you know I would like to see his name on the door. Yeah, I think that he, I mean he does a lot for that company. He does basically run it with Jessica, right? It seems like so. he's the only person. Yeah. Do they have anyone else <laughs> in that
1: office? Know. I don't know. <laughs> they had the one guy in what bank? Oh But yeah. <laughs> who knows? And then we also have a little gossip. The actress who played Zoe. L- Lawford on the show Mm -hmm. this past week. Uh, Jacinda Barrett is actually Gabriel Mott's wife in real life which
2: just when you find that out it makes their scenes that much cuter slash disgusting right because it's like oh like they they love each other in real life so you see that chemistry here but then it makes me want to slip my wrist sometimes because I'm like oh it's so pretty and yeah so perfect and great yeah, lucky lucky girl you have to I mean, go home to that man every day every day every day. if you
1: want a day or a weekend off let me know <laughs> I'll I'll totally take over the position. <laughs> I'm I'm free. Call me. Just send a. So maybe let's do some predictions. Yeah. Mm.
0: And now your AfterBuzz <laughs> TV predictions.
2: Well, what do you see coming up? Um, I see Mike finally getting his stuff together. Okay. He's gonna. He's got to turn his life around and start listening to Harvey. I would like to see that. I would like to see Harvey and Donna have a moment. Not, I mean, they don't have to have a full out, full fledged thing, but I want them to have a moment just so that they both realize what's going on between them. My eyes just got big. Yeah, your eyes got really big when I said that. I'm salivating. I was like, "Ooh, that was a good one." I'm salivating on
1: that one. I think that even though Mike is back and he will get his stuff together, Mm -hmm. I think he's going to try to make up with Rachel. I don't think it's going to work. Okay. And someone else is going to come in there yet again, whether it be, I don't know, this Katrina associate or someone else. Because Mike is a little vulnerable right now. He needs someone. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to come in and Rachel's going to look up and go, oh, shoot. What have I done? I got to get my stuff together.
2: I would like to see that happen, too. Right? Yeah. Okay, Good predictions. Well, I would we say. Go.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us. We just had a blast. I, you know, my seat is warm for the next Thursday episode. I can't <laughs> wait. My name is Tara Johnson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Path to Passion. And I am
2: Tiana Hobson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TweetT22.
1: And you can find the show's Twitter at Suits After Show. And we will see you here next Sunday. All right, suitors convene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producer.